The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Good morning and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Han, Jr., and I'd like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, channel 28 in Eureka. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on Charter Cable, channel 1519 in Los Angeles. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTA-TV, channel 15.3 and Comcast, channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and New Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, Channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming and from 6 to 7 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Cali for 99 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hans Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins that is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Before we begin the musical portion of our program, I'd like to announce that today we are celebrating the 49th anniversary of our Balogo Branch Church located at Balogo, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. 
Pastor Hannibal and Mrs. Deborah Espera, overseers of our branch church, are spiritually led by our Lord Jesus Christ. All that they do are always taken to prayers first. Their love for the saints and the faithfulness and obedience to our Lord Jesus Christ will be greatly rewarded in this life and that to come. Happy anniversary and God bless everyone. What a glorious event it will be when the Lord returns in clouds of glory to call His bride home to be forever by His side. Our church choir, under the leadership of Emilia Hahn, will sing the powerful and uplifting song entitled, We Shall Behold Him.
If the Lord had not become the sacrificial lamb for the whole world, would we be able to hear the words, come up hither? Listen as the multi-talented men and women of our church band under my direction plays this thought-provoking tune entitled, Had It Not Been. Blood-washed, water-washed, spirit-filled, and living the life is a simple solution that 
many find very difficult to do. Our soloist this morning, Associate Pastor Seth Makano-Sano Sr., will sing for us the song entitled, The Family of God. What a wonderful feeling it will be to become a part of God's family. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by His blood, joined heads with Jesus as we travel this sod. For parts of the family, the family of God. You will notice we say brother and sister around here. It's because we're a family and these folks are so near. When one has a heartache, we all share the tears and rejoice in each victory in this family so dear. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by His blood, joined with Jesus as we travel this sod. For parts of the family, the family of God. From the door of an orphanage to the house of the king, no longer an outcast, a new song I sing. From rags unto riches, from the weak to the strong, I'm not worthy to be here, but praise God I belong. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by His blood, joined with Jesus as we travel this sod. For I'm part of the family, the family of God. You will notice we say brother and sister around here. It's because we're a family and these folks are so near. When one has a heartache, we all share the tears and rejoice in each victory in this family so dear. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by His blood, joined with Jesus as we travel this sod. For I'm part of the family, the family of God. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by His blood, joined with Jesus as we travel this sod. 
For I'm part of the family, the family of God. For I'm part of the family, the family of God. In John 15, 26, it reads, But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify of me. God is a spirit, and we must worship him in spirit and in truth. Our church choir will sing for us a stirring song entitled, The Comforter Has Come. Please join in singing as the words appear on your television screen. Thank you. 
Blessed with her God-given talents is our instrumentalist, Rose Bachoff Carter. She will delight us on her banjo to this encouraging song entitled, I'm on, on my way to heaven. Are you making your way to heaven, viewers? Have you started your journey to meet the Lord in the air? The time to prepare is now, because we have no promise for tomorrow. Imagine a phone that is a direct line to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ with no hold time, callback features, or busy signals. He always answers on the first ring. Well, our men crusaders will sing of such a phone in this rousing song entitled, The Royal Telephone. It is such an honor and pleasure to have this song dedicated to Mr. Brian Bolasan of Oahu, Hawaii. Throughout the test of time, I pray your faithfulness in the Lord Jesus Christ and your continued walk with him will draw you ever closer to his wounded side till he calls us home. May the Lord pour out bountiful blessings upon you, pressed down and overflowing in this life and that to come. Have a fantastic Sunday afternoon, Brian.
phone is free. It was built for service, just for you and me. There will be no waiting on this royal line. Telephone to glory, always answers just in time. Failed to get the answer, Satan's crossed your wire. By some slow delusion or some haste desire, take away obstructions. God is on the throne, and you'll get an answer through this royal telephone. Telephone to glory, oh what joy divine! I can feel the current. Shalom and good morning. I am Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I would like to repeat our television times, stations, and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on Charter Cable channel 1519 in Los Angeles. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTA-TV channel 15.3 and Comcast channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. 
from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW Channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 6 to 7 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning the schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Pololo Avenue, gospel services are held Wednesday and evenings only at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanero Sr. in Kanakai Molokai, by Pastor Walter Aitin Loy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor S. Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. At our Maui Branch Church in Lahaina, Maui, services are held every second Sunday of the month. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. These weekly telecasts are especially significant to us because they allow us the opportunity to come into your homes and share the glorious gospel of the kingdom of God with you at the push-pull or turn-off button and in the comfort of your surroundings. May the Lord bless you for taking this time to draw closer to Him by reading the Word of God with me and receiving today's sermon entitled, Are You a Disciple of Jesus? Yes, television viewers, you need the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. As Jesus tells us in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. We turn to the Bible and read John 3, 3. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. The word again is inserted because God knows we were born once of our parents. Jesus said in verse 7, Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Born again, you may ask. That may sound strange to you. What does it mean? To explain this, let's look at what the Bible has to say. God's word in the first place is very realistic. It teaches that no one can gain entrance into heaven by good works, as we read in Titus 3, 4 to 5. But after that, the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. There is none righteous, no, not one, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Our personal experiences also show us that we all have broken God's laws. 
and have not even done the best we could. We by nature are described as being dead in trespasses and sins, alienated from the life of God, or as having not life. Just as a body without physical life is declared physically dead, so a person separated from the life of God, as described in the Bible, is spiritually dead. Dead in our trespasses and sins, we cannot hope to enter into heaven. We need new lives, cleansed from sin by the blood of Jesus. We need to be restored to fellowship with God. We must be born into a new life. We must be born again. Jesus came to bring us this new life. He said in John 10, 10, the thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. This means full joy and true happiness. When we are born again, we receive a new life from Jesus, which is happier and fuller than the life we lived before. Man cannot bring about this new birth by his own efforts any more than a baby can cause its own conception. Rebirth is something that God initiates and completes. A man becomes a new creature in Christ Jesus. Apart from the spiritual rebirth, man remains outside of God's family. Read in John 3, 5. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now to be born of water is to be baptized therein. One must go down into the water, be buried in it, and then come up out of the water. This is how one is born again. Sprinkling or pouring water over a person is not baptism. Baptism means to dip, immerse, or plunge. To be born of the Spirit is the baptism of the Holy Spirit, or speaking in the unknown tongue. In what name should one be baptized? The answer is definitely in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. After all, the name of the Father is Jesus, the name of the Son is Jesus, and the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. We read in Acts 2.38, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Why is the name of Jesus so important, you ask? Acts 4.12 declares, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. In other words, according to the Bible, outside the name of Jesus, one cannot be saved. There is only one baptism, one faith, one body, one God and Father of us all. When we take upon us the yoke of full discipleship, we are doing that which Matthew 11, 28 to 30 says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. By the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus helps us by carrying our load and care and gives in exchange his comfort and rest. 
He always carries our load. Therefore, our burdens become light in weight and light by the word of God, which brings illumination to the hungry soul. By definition, the word disciple speaks of one who accepts and assists in spreading doctrines, that is instructions, fields of study, subjects, and training that will result in molding, correcting, and perfecting the physical and spiritual lives of all concerned. Yes, TV viewers, if you have repented to Jesus for your sins and have been water washed in Jesus' name, washed by the blood of Jesus, spirit filled by the power of the Holy Ghost, as evidenced by speaking in the unknown tongue, as the Spirit gives you utterance, you are a true Christian. Now your discipleship must continue to grow so that you can endure until Jesus calls his bride to come up hither. There are many blessings promised to everyone who obeys and goes all the way with our Lord. Spiritual knowledge is a cherished blessing and a gift from the Lord. Let's read in Hosea 6.3. Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord. His going forth is prepared as the morning, and he shall come unto us as a rain, as a latter and former rain unto the earth. The gospel of the kingdom of God that we preach is God sent. The promise to every viewer who is obedient is simple. Do his will, and you will personally gain knowledge as to whether God is the one who speaks or whether you hear words uttered by man. After all, when a person speaks to himself, he is seeking to promote himself based upon his own strengths. However, whenever Jesus spoke, he sought to glorify God. If we expect to continue in the gospel work, we must come as we are with all the stresses, strains, and problems of daily living and stand for the truth and righteousness which God has given us. God's word is sure. If we want to do well, we must take heed. This world is a dark place because of sin's pollution. Thank God that we have the truth in Jesus to guide us all the way. The Lord does want us to abide in him. Abiding in Jesus means to wait for him, endure without yielding to the enemy, and exercise patience, the virtue which brings forth a perfect work. If we choose to accomplish this, we gain holy bonus, holy confidence, and we won't be ashamed in his presence at his coming. The appearance of God's grace on this earth has been in many forms. The fact that the scripture mentions, and he shall come unto us as a rain, tells us that rain is of the grace, mercy, and compassion of our Lord. Without rain, human beings as well as every other being would cease to exist. Furthermore, without rain, the earth would not have cooled off as quickly as it did, and everything would have been scorched beyond viable life. The portion and he shall come unto us tells of God's mercy, compassion, and grace afforded to fallen mankind. Before? and after the fact. Man at any time has the opportunity to be restored into the realm of God's friendship. This grace of God was definitely realized through the birth, life, and death of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thus, we were given the greatest friend 
an example that a man could ever have in a lifetime. This is what we call, call grace. It truly is heavenly assistance. The grace of God never stops short of its goal. The wise master builder, Brother Paul, reminds us that it was according to the grace of God that was given to him in such great abundance that caused him to lay a foundation upon which others would build. His timely advice to all is very direct, for he says in 1 Corinthians 3, 10 to 11, but let every man take heed how he build it thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. To this very day, God's grace continues. Why, you might ask? The Lord is allowing His grace so that we can take advantage of His righteousness and harvest in mercy. The time is such where both sinner and child of God must not be idle, but instead be up and performing the will of the Lord. His coming is soon, which gives us no promise of tomorrow, and yet allows for the Lord to reign His righteousness upon all. The spiritual harvest is upon us. The Lord is constantly reminding His people that there is a great multitude of souls yet to be set free by the truth. However, in this evil time that we live, only a few true disciples continue to labor on for the Lord. Our burden is compounded, thus we must harvest and pray constantly to our Lord that He sent forth labors to help with the harvest. As a disciple, we must not only hear and tell of God's word, but we must also be examples of it. Example is always the best teacher. Let us read about Jesus speaking to his disciples in John 4:34. Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Yes, viewers, look at Jesus as your example and see for yourself how he portrayed purpose in life showed a zeal for the task which was given, displayed total consecration, allowed the will of God to be first and foremost, and exhibited the kind of obedience whereby many were made righteous. Like Jesus, every disciple should have desire in himself to finish that which he had started, so that his testimony can be as in 2 Timothy 4, 7, which says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Truly, if one has exercised this kind of discipline, then he will be able to recognize the fields as being white and ready to harvest. The reward is very great. That is rejoicing and being with the sowers and reapers as they gather fruit unto eternal life. Perseverance is a definite requirement in God's work. We are taught by the scriptures that we are here on earth, but for a season, and we shall reap if we faint not. Let's make it a part of our personal prayers that the Lord gives us the strength daily to endure unto the end. Matthew 24, 13 teaches us, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Spiritual light is a blessing. Promise to the believers that his personal discipleship will be enhanced causing him to grow with a vision in a Christ-like manner. John 8, 12 tells us, 
Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. The Lord has not ceased in communicating with his creation. The very first book of the Bible opens with the phrase, In the beginning, God. Everything from this point on refers to the self-revealing God. God created by using the power of his word. Out of nothingness appeared his creation. The first manifestation speaks of God as the creator, God as the father, God as the spirit that is invisible, and God who spoke to Adam and Eve. Genesis 3, 9 tells us, And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? Disobedience to the known will of God is sin in his eyes. Sin which causes separation and death is declared in the Bible to be the sinner's just wages. This is exactly what Adam and Eve suffered. TV viewers, the question is still the same today. Where art thou? You must answer this question for yourselves. We have a wonderful God. Psalms 86.15 says, But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering and plenteous in mercy and truth. He saw the path man had chosen for himself and how degraded life had become. The Almighty God chose to allow your way of escape for man that he might once more entertain a godly friendship. God's love for his creation and not the sin found therein caused him to address the people from his second manifestation, the bodily form of Jesus. Colossians 2, 9 speaks, For in him, that is Jesus, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Many came to see and hear Jesus, for his popularity was great. God was at work in the flesh. Jesus preached the fullness of the gospel of the kingdom of God. In John 1, 10 to 11 tells us like it is, he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. He came unto his own and his own received him not. Jesus being made perfect author of eternal salvation for the obedient and thusly Jesus is the one whom we must look to as our example. As author and finisher, he alone knew all the requirements from start to finish, for this new and living way. It is Jesus who pays the price. It is Jesus who has all the power in heaven and in earth. Jesus teaches in John 4, 24, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Just before Jesus was crucified and went to heaven to prepare a place for you and me, he told his disciples that he would send them a comforter. This comforter was the Holy Ghost who united and caused the birth of the first Christian church on the day of Pentecost. The Holy Spirit gave utterance to the newborn church, and they spoke in tongues. This was a sign of the indwelling Christ, the hope of glory. This will be the special privileges from God, making known the richest glory and the mystery. Working in and with the first church, the Holy Ghost initiated the third manifestation of a God. Now we, the body of Christ, have Jesus dwelling in us through the power of the Holy Spirit. He teaches us all things pertaining to the work of the Lord. He gives us spiritual memory of all that has been said by the Lord. He guides and directs us in the fullness of the righteousness of God. The Word of God informs us that no one, and neither has it been in man's desire's heart, has seen or heard all the wonderful things which God has prepared for them that love Him. Man has come to this knowledge because the Spirit of God does the searching in all the deep things of God. And this same Spirit reveals the knowledge.
needed to man. The secrets of man are revealed by man, and things of God are revealed by the Spirit of God. Those who serve the world are educated by the world. However, we serve the Lord, God Almighty, and through His Holy Spirit, we are educated in the things that are freely given to us of God. This educational process is given to the child of God in the form of personal testimonies. Consequently, we become true and living witnesses of the reality of a living God. The natural man is spiritually blind because there is no communion with the Spirit of God. Whenever there is absence of Jesus in one's life, interest is without discernment and the total work of God becomes as foolishness unto him. Our testimonies given through the power of the Holy Spirit help us to judge for ourselves what the Lord has taught us. Those who are not yet serving the Lord in truth upon hearing our testimonies are not able to gainsay what the Lord has demonstrated because our testimonies are all scripturally found. God is truly unsearchable. Brother Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 2.16, For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Simply, our discipleship is exhibited when we continually seek God and commit our every cause unto him. He is a doer of great and marvelous things that are innumerable and unsearchable. We have received the Spirit which is of God. We know the things that are freely given to us of God. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, we have Jesus Christ Jesus dwelling in us. We have spiritual discernment. We have spiritual knowledge and understanding. And we have the divine teacher, Jesus himself, instructing us daily that we might hear the heavenly call to come up hither and to be a part of the great union in the sky. I ask you, television viewers, how is your discipleship? Is it causing you to take advantage of the things that are freely given to us of God? Serving the Lord in the beauty of holiness, righteousness, and truth is the fear in the house of God. It is taught to us by the anointing, the Holy Spirit, who teaches in such a way as to cause us to abide in the truth now. If we abide in the truth, when Jesus returns for his bride, we are going to be confident and not be ashamed before him. Remember that I quoted Matthew 24, 13, which reminds us, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Our personal prayer for our discipleship should be, Lord, help me to serve thee in the beauty of holiness, righteousness, and truth all the days of my life. If you would like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Blehan Jr., expressing my sincere appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hall of His hands. Our church band will now close the program with this uplifting and comforting tune entitled, Bought with a Price. <laughs>
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.